0: Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year Chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website.
1: And also on Facebook, we have a community group. Just look for Daily Bible Podcast. We would love to have you there. It is mm-hmm. so fun meeting new friends across the country, across the world. Um, If you haven't ever commented and you're in there, just leave us a note and tell us something that you've enjoyed this year as you're reading through the Bible with us. Yes,
0: love to hear that. Or a favorite
1: word of the day. A favorite word of the day would be good too. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, so today we are reading 1 Peter 2, verses 4 through 25, 1 Peter 3, 1 Peter 4, and 1 Peter 5,
1: verses 1 through 11. (sighs) The more I read Peter, the more I'm amazed by the unity of the apostles. Mm. Because it seems like a lot of what we're reading in Peter today was some some of what we've been reading as Paul's were in different churches. So, you know, they are serving in Jerusalem and beyond. And Yet, like there's people in Jerusalem, there's people in different countries, yet the message rings true for all of it. And this is evidence of the Holy Spirit speaking through them. So today, Peter's description of believers as living stones built into the spiritual house echoes the metaphor of the church as the body of Christ that Paul wrote about in First Corinthians 12. And both of these passages emphasize the interconnectedness and the unity of believers within the faith community. Peter's call for believers to endure suffering aligns Mm. also with Jesus's teaching in Matthew five, known as the Beatitudes where Jesus blesses the persecuted for righteousness sake. It's just like the more we read, we can just see these echoes echoes Mm -hmm. throughout, which is just like the spirit is just resonating the same messages. And then, um, for the idea of Christ as a cornerstone comes from Psalm 118.22. 20, 118 the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. So Peter's talking about this, and then Jesus even referenced himself in this verse. Then in 1 Peter 3, Peter's advice for wives and husband in marriage reflects Paul's teaching on Christian marriage. So in 1 Peter, Paul, Peter starts By telling believers to respect people in authority, he says, for the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority. Just like, remember, Paul was talking about submission, and -hmm. he starts with submitting to one another. This is, for the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority. And then it is God's will that you It is God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. That's from verse 15. And then Peter speaks to slaves and then turns his attention to wives in the same way you wives must accept the authority of husbands. And that's first Peter three, one. So Peter uses the words authority. And it reminds me what we previously discussed. Remember a few Mm. weeks ago, we talked about that term submission Mm -hmm. and I mentioned it was a military term and it was being on mission together. Mm -hmm. So of course in the military, there's also ranking and those who are higher rank lead those who are at a lower rank. Now this ranking doesn't mean one is better and the other is less. Instead, those in a higher rank have more authority and it is their responsibility to lead with direction and purpose. So they're leading. It doesn't mean one's better than the other. And I found this article. So I looked up leadership in the army, <laughs> looked, looked into this ranking thing and how they say it. Um, and so it talks about leadership is the process of influencing people by providing purpose direction, and motivation to accomplish the mission and improve the organization. This is talking about the army here, like Mm. the the army. Um, A leader must be able to lead others, build trust, and extend influence beyond the chain of command, lead by example, and communicate effectively. Mm. Leader attributes are measured by their character, presence, and intellect. So when we talk about this authority and this ranking and the submission, yes, our husbands are supposed to lead. And these are the ways by building trust and extending mm-hmm. influence beyond the chain of command, which is Christ yeah. leading by example, uh, communicating effectively. I think this was so cool to see that the submission and authority ties in. Remember, they see these Roman soldiers around them all mm-hmm. the time. This makes mm-hmm. sense to them. As husbands lead honorable lives, they influence their wives by providing purpose and direction. Also, Mm -hmm. Peter tells wives not to be concerned about outward beauty, but instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. So I know when I'm anxious, when I'm worried, when I'm fretful, I don't have that quiet spirit but that's what we're supposed to have. And it says, this is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. Then Peter Mm. tells husbands in the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Then Peter adds, treat her as you should. So your prayers will not be hindered. Wow this impacts whether or not god answers a husband's prayers is if he's treating his wife how she should he should and then finally peter reminds believers they will suffer for doing good yet also share the good news worship christ as lord of your life and if someone asks you about the hope as a believer always be ready to explain it hmm. that's really
0: good so just a reminder to all of us, that this was not an easy time for Christians to live. Mm-hmm. Trisha has t- touched on it. We touched on it yesterday. They are living under a bad guy named Nero, and he was a renowned persecutor of Christians. Renowned, folks. Renowned. He arrested and tortured all Christians in Rome before executing them with lavish publicity. So some were crucified and some were thrown to wild animals and others were burned alive. So this was not an easy time to live. Now think present day about people living in Afghanistan or North Korea or Nigeria or other countries where it's illegal to live as Christians. Like it's so easy to hide. And yet we also know that pressure makes diamonds Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: where there is persecution That is where the gospel expands tenfold. And so all the more for Peter encouraging believers to keep the faith, and that is what he is doing. He's helping them understand how important their faith is, how important it is for them to live the lives that they live, how important it is for for others to see them as they're submitting to one another, as, as the wives are loving their husbands as the husbands are loving their wives. Why he's he's sharing why it's so important for him to say all of this stuff. It's because other people are watching them, and um and he's and so he's reminding them why Christ suffered. So he's saying have Christ's same attitude and. And through this suffering, you will grow to want more and more of God, to want to do His will, and you will be able to say no to sin. So be so be disciplined in your prayer life, and show deep love for each other. Show deep love for each other. Be hospitable, and use your spiritual gift to serve the body. And then Peter circles back around to the suffering and says, "Not to be surprised by trials; they only make you stronger." and make you a partner with Christ in his suffering. As the ESV study Bible puts it, God is using the suffering to purify the church. Therefore, they should unreservedly give themselves to God in their sufferings. And Peter concludes his letter with exhortation for the leaders and the congregation as a whole to continue in the faith, knowing that their final reward is certain. We learned that we read that in first Peter one, like they have a reward. They have an inheritance that's waiting for them in heaven. It is imperishable. It cannot decay. It cannot rust. And, and so he's, he's saying that again, now, like know that your final reward is certain it is waiting for you. So just continue growing in your faith, continuing standing strong, continue being bold and Take the punches as they come because God loves you and there's reward for you, which is still so hard. It's still so so hard
1: because they're suffering. And, you know, they were I mean, now we know history like being burned and uses torches for parties like these are people like this. is hard. I want to hide. I
0: wouldn't want to come out of my house like and and if someone said, are you a Christian? That I mean, I would want to say yes in my heart of hearts. I want to be bold and say yes,
1: but knowing that you'd be, you could be born burned. Yeah. And I think I mentioned Michelle that um, as I was working on ancestry and doing my genealogy, that there was a martyr. I think I told you this in our family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, John Rogers. He helped Tim, William Tyndale with the Bible And um, he was the first one that was martyred under Queen Mary's reign in 1554. Um, But he wrote this. There's a poem, and I just thought of it now and pulled it up. I'm just going to read a couple lines. Um, But he wrote a poem to his wife and kids, and it's quite long, but it's like giving advice. But one part says, come, welcome, death, the end of fear's. I am prepared to die. These earthly flames will send my soul up to the Lord on high. Farewell, my children, to the world where you must yet remain. The Lord of hosts is your defense till we do meet again. Farewell, my true, my loving wife, my children, and my friends. I hope in heaven to see you all when all things have their ends. If you go on to serve the Lord as you have now begun, you shall walk safely all your days until your life be done. God grant you so to end your days as he shall think it best that I may meet you in the heavens where I do hope to rest. Mm. And just to say, come welcome death, the end of fears, I am prepared to die. Like mm-hmm. that is God's strength in these people. And he did, he, he was burned to the sick. He had nine children. Um, I think his youngest daughter is the one my grandpa's descended from. But, and throughout history, the, they have been Christians for the most part mm-hmm. that I know of as long as I can keep track of. But what a testimony to know that you are going to die for the gospel. And this is who Peter was writing to um mm-hmm. and you know through the suffering they were standing up for God. It's amazing, yeah. yeah,
0: it really is, okay, well, we need a break, and we need to hear from our sponsor. But when we come back, we'll have the word of
1: the day. Stay tuned The Word of the day is honorable, so deserving of respect or high regard and characterized by integrity, guided Mm -hmm. by a keen sense of duty and ethical conduct. Mm -hmm. So we read in 1 Peter 2.15, it is God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. So in a world that often rejects Jesus, we are called to be living stones, a holy priesthood Mm -hmm. offering spiritual sacrifices to God. And as we journey through life, we must remember our Faith should be evident through honorable living. I love that, that honorable living. People should know that we are God. So being honorable is honoring Christ as the cornerstone. So our faith is grounded in Jesus. He is God. The cornerstone of our lives and our decisions and actions are based on this foundation. Mm. And then we must have honorable conduct, especially in our relationships. We're talking about husbands and wives, even Mm. friends and strangers. We should reflect the love and the grace of Christ. Even in the face of hostility, we should respond with gentleness and respect, which is not easy. And then live the will of God rather than human desires. It means being Mm. self-control and clear-minded. It's living honorably and showing love and hospitality. Instead of pursuing the desires of the flesh, all the flashy things around us, we're called to live in alignment with God's will. So in a world that prioritizes self-gratification, our choices should reflect the honor of the living God. And then we are to be clothed in humility. Whether we are leaders in the church or members of the body, we're called to serve one another humbly. And in doing this, we also cast our anxieties on God, knowing he cares for us and will exalt us in his time. So living honorably in a sinful world really just is a testimony to us being transformed by Christ. Like we are to reflect Jesus' love, his grace, humility, and that becomes a beacon of hope and light. And I mentioned John Rogers, like people were talking about when they he was marching to his death to be burned at the stake, his face was glowing. And that just had to be God in him just flowing out. And people remember that. Mm-hmm. They
0: really do remember that because living an honorable life means that you are different. Mm-hmm. You are living a different life. I mean, remember, God called the Israelites to be set apart. That's what He asked them. You need to be set apart. You need to look different than the rest of the world. And living an honorable life, you do, you look different to the rest of the world. Now, we can say that non believers can live honorably too. They really can. But Their actions might be honorable, but if you sit down with them, are they going to glow like John Mm -hmm. Rogers, knowing like they have the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ inside their hearts? And that is what, like they're living, they're living honorable lives because of, of, of their self-will. We're living honorable lives because God is in us yeah, and we are. Are honoring him, and therefore it refl- it's reflected in our lives. And I want to read um, Tricia's list on um, honorable, being living honorable lives. Being honorable is honoring Christ as the cornerstone. Like it's honoring him. It's not just following some rules. It's honoring him. We must maintain honorable conduct especially in our relationships and so it's reflected in those around us in our hu- in our husbands wives um children it's it's um it's reflected honorable is reflected to those people that we touch we are to live for the will of god rather than for human desires and live living honorably means that we live for god first and foremost living honorably means that we are clothed in humility like we know that the, again, going back to the word yesterday, chosen, we know that we didn't have to be chosen, but he chose us. So live in humility because of that. And that, 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 the outflowing of that is going to be an honorable life. And mm-hmm. so this is it's a great word for
1: today. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Peter came up with it first. That's true. It wasn't all on you. It wasn't all but on But you pulled me. it out. Yeah. So
0: we'll give you some credit. Okay. <laughs> would you pray for us today trisha
1: i will dear heavenly father i thank you that you call us to a high calling but i thank you even more that you let us um mm-hmm. be able to achieve it through your spirit in us because we know that in our own strength in our own power in our own selfishness and sinfulness that we will choose the flashy things that comfort the things of this world but your spirit in us chooses differently and I think of ordinary people like Billy Graham and Mother Teresa and Cory ten Boone and these very ordinary people that everyone can look back and say wow they mm-hmm. lived so honorably with their lives I pray that no matter what hardships or persecution or difficulties mm-hmm. that people will be able to see your light in us Lord and It's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to walk an honorable path, but we can do it with you, with your strength. I pray that today um, we may shine um, Mm -hmm. brightly and we may share your love with those who need it and Mm -hmm. those who need to see a difference in this dark world. So we, we may point them to you. And I just thank you and praise you. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. It would be, it would also make a great Christmas present for someone who you're encouraging to go through the Bible with next year, which is just a few, well, it's not, it's what, a week away? Yeah, a week away. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly Bible schedule of the reading plan that we are following. Okay, so tomorrow we are reading 1 Peter 5, 12 through 14. Then we move on to 2 Peter 1, 2 Peter 2, and 2 Peter 3. And I want to take a second here to thank the team at Life Audio. You would not be listening to Daily Bible Podcast without their partnership. Go to lifeaudio.com. You're going to find other great podcasts that will encourage you in your walk with God.
1: And we will see her tomorrow. Bye-bye.